I could turn these candles on and be super fancy. Because they're <laughs> they're battery. You're gonna prepare oh. the live stream that way. Well, look, it'd be like Ooh. I am mystical, mystical, mystical. All right, let's play the mystical music, and then you can show people. This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned college talk. My battery powered can. Well, they seemed like such a good idea at the time. What I call you, Mr. Death? They still do. Boss? Not yet. They smell like vanilla. You will see this old man. Battery powered. And here we have the Kevin Doolin in his natural living room habitat. Hopefully attracting women. You guys make a difficult But he looks you right in the eye and he says, Well met. Oh, man. First, let me introduce myself. It's like smelling a cookie made of love. Yeah, it really is. Dashingly dashing ahead. It's like a I should get into that. Creative ideas. Yeah. yeah. Good thing to pick up. Yeah. <laughs> you see those at the grocery yeah, store. You best buy them. Anywhere you want. All cookies, love. No. I like this. Apparently, you never had my grandma's cookies. Okay. Those were sex. <laughs> this is those were dishonor. those were those were regret Surprise. cookies. <laughs> For lust. What? What? <laughs> All I heard is grandma and lust. I can't even you got you got the gist of it. Yeah, your grandpa was... had your grandma's cookies. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the limp biscuit song lyrics came from. Yeah. Uh... I did it for the cookies and nookies and yeah. Wow. Okay. This is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday the twentieth of March and this is episode one fifty something oh. who knows what is it? What are we? 167. 167. Shoot, that's really a lot of episodes. I was going to guess this is the episode prime number. Okay. Just guess. guess. I'll just call it prime number if I don't know from now on. That's that's good. (laughs) All right. So last time was a while ago. We've been out for a couple months. And Kevin slash keeps falling and falling and falling. Ah! Still falling. <laughs> and still falling. And yeah, and there was a dragon and a battle, and Tinsy's going to catch us up on what actually happened. So, Dungeon Master, you're a go. We are in the land of miraculously incorrect dates and everything else like that. It's been a month. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and we have already sidetracked everything so horribly bad. But yeah, we're going to try and go ahead. Grandmothers, whatever. Yep. Welcome to it. All right, the party has been heading towards what they believe to be a prison that is uh, containing something that they don't want to get out. They've been interacting with the Green Dragon Empress, uh, and they've finally reached the battlefield, or the edge of the battlefield. In the last episode, uh, a couple interesting things happened in terms of Genesee learned that her character is in Atari, is now proficient in tracheotomies if done by one of her leather minions. Oh, yeah, and I forgot, dragon. I forgot yep. that unfortunateness. Yeah. Cesar yep. uh, <laughs> is off somewhere. I forget what he was doing, but he's always got the notes, so yay. Florian was somewhere near Xanatari, I do believe. Actually, I think he was out looking for uh, Mithrin. And... 
Well, Mithrin got picked up by the Green Dragon Empress, carried up way up high, and he is now currently falling towards the ground. Mm-hmm. Unassisted. Yep. So with that great bit of drama, Xanatari. Yes. What do you want to do? Well, okay. Last thing I remember, there was some sort of minions of leather people, and I was going to go back and skin something, if I can recall. And then Cesar distracted me, or I had to save somebody or something. Something was happening right around the other side of this creature that got killed. And I wanted to go back and get the hide, I really think. Hmm. I'm trying to remember the details, because it was a while ago. But I remember... Um, they, these two minions killed this really big beast and I wanted to get the hide and then I ended up having to walk away for some reason. Okay, well, for now, we will just have you walk away and we'll try to figure out the the skinning process. It's a bit <laughs> hectic at this point in time. Ooh, Inception! It's Mr. Inception! <laughs> it really was, right? Okay. Um... Yeah, I forget what it was at, at this point in time. I didn't listen to the episode. None of us are like, we don't care, man. That was two months ago. A month ago. It's in the past. Nah, it's man. been a couple, hasn't it? No, yeah, it's, been, it's been like it's been a bike yeah, for weeks. It's been a while. So. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> if we uh, look at it, is the it's been long enough. Or... It's been long enough for one person of this cast to actually like generate and then produce a child into exactly. the world. Exactly. Oh, yeah, by the way, congratulations, Cesar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Congratulations. Is this this the range child or the uh, tank child or the the thief child? child. I'm thinking this is the warrior child, honestly. I'm thinking he's muted. I think Cesar is muted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there I am. Hello. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Nothing but blood and torment. So, so which 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 child is this, Cesar? What do you mean? The the is is this going to be for as as you increase your party ranks? uh, Yeah, like I said, it's the barbarian. The barbarian. barbarian? Okay. Yep. Very good. Because you know when you're muted, we can only read lips, which doesn't quite work for an audio podcast. And not really. So, um. He's so pretty. All right. So you were off uh, away from the giant that has fallen and be killed. Mm-hmm. You were looking for, Cesar, you were looking for Mithrin. Correct. And you believe that you had seen, I believe through a gap in the clouds and the gas and stuff, you had seen uh, what appears to be the dragon, and you see a uh, something dark fall from the dragon. And you hear in the distance, it's not poo! <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking! <laughs> I'd be like, run! <laughs> well, I will go towards the falling poop. Okay. <laughs> As only Cesar would. Man. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Florian. What's Carl doing? As far as... I recall um, he's getting ushered away by uh, by Santari from the fallen giant, so that he hasn't uh, to you, witness his lizard getting skinned by Santari's <laughs> settlement. That's right! I'm gonna skin your lizard! And it 
oh, do that yes, in front of you. Your, mount, your mountain died because it was crushed because you got smushed on. Yes, okay. Uh, Xanatari, you were going to start skinning the lizard? Well, I was, but I didn't want him to see, so I was just like, remember, look, Carl, look over there. There's something really interesting in the distance over. Look, it's an army. Let's go over there. Because I didn't want him to see before I skinned it, so that's why I was walking away with him. Okay, so you're walking away. Um, Carl, what are you doing? Well, <clears throat> I think he's probably um, looking out for Cesar, um, and when he sees Cesar... Uh, running toward the uh, <laughs> <the> poop <laughs> dropping from the sky. He <laughs> <laughs> also do this because, well, it seems <clears throat> like Cesar has something to do, so Carl will join him. <laughs> okay, uh, give me a favor. Roll a perception check for me. Oh. Oh, it's not too bad. It's, um, it's a 22. Okay. Um, whatever is falling, uh, appears to have, uh, at least two arms. And they appear to be flapping quite... <laughs> of course they are. I don't think Carl has ever seen a mama bird try to teach another bird to fly. <laughs> oh. I think it might have. But you, 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 yes, actually probably you would. But normally they're knocked out of the nest, but you may be seeing a miracle of nature here. <laughs> I'm learning on the so, fly. <laughs> how far away uh, is Miss Red at this moment? Uh, um, not, not vertically, but horizontally. <laughs> uh, he's probably a good at least 100 yards away. Um, the fog and the, the swirling gas from the chlorine gas and stuff is kind of obscuring things here and there, but you, you would guesstimate at least 100 yards, probably at most um, horizontally 400 yards. But so, he's, pretty, he's, he's pretty high up and could curve. If one quite gentle half-orc who is very fast but also not too good at math uh, <laughs> would sprint towards... <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know you can't make the distance can so, you so, so so do you want to be the train leaving the station or do you want to be the train leaving the other station <laughs> well. he need, hopefully didn't have those annoying problems as a child all right so you're gonna try you're gonna try and run towards um yeah. whatever is falling yeah, uh, he'll, he'll go sprint in. Okay. Um, Cesar, give me a perception check, please. Oh, yeah, dice. Urgh. Am I muted? No. No, no you're good. Oh. We heard all the ice cubes in the background. Good thing I didn't say anything terrible. I just thought it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 14 plus... Come on. Uh, 14 plus 18. 32. Okay. Um, whatever's falling seems to bear a resemblance to Mithrin, but the okay. last time you checked, um, Mithrin does not, uh, generally fly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and nor does this thing, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Again. fall very well, though. It's called falling. Style. Style. Yes. yes, thank you. There You're we welcome. go. You're welcome. 
It'd be the shortest story possible here in his life. Um, but as far as far as you know, he, he neither flies nor um, is this potentially a natural miracle of nature that you are witnessing. Okay. Well, I'm gonna at least go to watch him splat into the ground. <laughs> Bear witness. Bear witness to his. Demise. I would like to go to the to the location of his crater. Yep. Okay. Will be his future, future well, site of death. What, what 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 nobody knows is is that uh, apparently some king somewhere um, says that if you dab your handkerchief in his blood and bring it back, you'll get a king's fortune. But um, you know, depends on who he's annoyed this week. Okay. Nice. I'll okay. try as he's falling, and I get there. I'll try to assess the way he's sort of flailing, and try to quickly draw out his outline with chalk on the ground <laughs> to see how how exactly I match the. It's like future Pictionary. Did you ever play that game in the Wii where you have to match the people in their strange like poses? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) So Cesar is attempting to be a mage, and he's going to invent the spell Lawn Dart. It involves one somatic piece, but can only be cast once (laughs) per volunteer. Okay. Very good. No, I'm just I didn't volunteer! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he's probably falling at a faster rate that I could even get to where he's going to go, but I'm going to try okay. to see what I can do. I can just imagine you right now on this giant squirrel, you know, riding quickly across the plain. You know, there's poison, there's, you know, enemies flailing about. Death is trailing right behind you going Literally. like, hey, dude, 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 wait! You know, like that whole thing. And and you're sitting there with your pouch on the side trying to find chalk. Yep. Where is it? Where is it? I knew Where's I had it. Chalk. I have chalk. I don't want blue. Boy. Yeah. No, no. Blue is a child's color. I want I want white. That's a man's color. Xanatari, give me a perception check, please. Ah, digging for the D20. Um, 22. Okay. Um, through the swirling mists and everything else, uh, you see off in the distance the airship that uh, you've seen on many occasions. Hmm. But it is not turning towards you or moving to intercept Mithrin in any way. It seems to be off uh, doing something else further along in the battlefield. Okay. Well, seeing that, Xanatari will calm down, because first of all, she doesn't know this is Mithrin. All she knows is that the dragon's pooping, essentially. Because <laughs> clearly she's more absorbed in trying to skin this lizard. Um, so it's, 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 do, it's doing an anti-Gandalf. Thou will pass? <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. On the left, no doubt. Yes. So, yeah, so, I mean, she'll pay attention to the, air, the airship, okay. and just figure like it's future us which means it's probably a good sign for our survival and just take it like as a positive thumbs up from the universe. Um, You see occasionally coming from the deck of the um, airship what looks to be like a fireball and occasionally, uh, for lack of a better term, something that looks like a laser, some sort of beam of light. Hmm. Seems to be blasting into something. Okay. Uh, Mithrin. Yo! You are falling. Yep. We're at least clear on that part. Have been uh, for a while, yeah. The 
dragon is out of your sight for a brief period of time, and then as you are falling, moves to intercept next to you and is sort of in the same free fall dive with you with its head next to you, but just out of range. Yep. Um, so you're sort of looking at the eye and the side profile of the face. Okay. And it exhales a immense amount of chlorine gas, basically a gas attack, down towards the ground where something that you can't quite describe at this point in time was. And it is now flailing at some sort of bug-type creature. Sure. Um, it wants to know what you're going to do. The dragon wants to know? <laughs> you, you don't take your charm out? Hey! Hey! <laughs> How far... Okay, so... Just just for listeners who may may have not... you know, I, I just want to put this into play here. Okay, so... We have a dragon who picked me up, carried me into the air, and then dropped me. Yes. All right. How far is this dragon away from me right now as we're both free-falling? Like, how far is the head away from, like, where I am falling from? Mm, 10 to 16 feet. I'm going to flail wildly trying to, like, punch it in the face. (laughs) Because uh, this dragon is the biggest jerk I've ever seen. Like, you pick me up just to drop me, you are a jerk, and you need to be dealt with in a fisticuff kind of way. So I'm going to try and, like, I, I... there's no way for me to possibly succeed in this, but I'm going to flail wildly in that direction and, like, shout curses at the dragon. It seems amused <laughs> briefly. You're a knave! They're yeah, like, you are a d- dragon! Dragon! You know, like, I don't, I don't know what <laughs> no insults, insults. Them. I don't know what insults a dragon. I really don't. So... <laughs> It goes. Your the... grandfather was a gecko. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be very good. The dragon says that you are known for doing interesting things, and it wants <laughs> to know what interesting thing you would like to do right now. And then I would say, just because it's the first thing that comes in my head, because I'm a child, is that you're known for doing interesting things. <laughs> you know, and then. And then I would be like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm falling to the ground. I'm going to die. I've already died once and it sucked. I don't want to do it again. I, I guess I'm going to die again. Mm, no, but you have to really have an idea of what you want to do. I want to not die on the ground in a puddle of my own guts. That's what I want to not do. Well, given, but, you know, what are you going to do when you get back on the ground? You're making a lot of... (laughs) I expect something interesting from you. This dragon's acting, asking so much (laughs) of a falling (laughs) man. What do you want to be when you grow up? Exactly. I'm trying so hard to, like, stay in character of a man falling from, like, a thousand feet. (laughs) You know, like, about it. I'm not gonna talk about like you know like you know what the sky is blue and your your breath is green. You can put them together and make a wonderful. Whoa, you know, no, like I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> interesting. You want interesting? You can like talk to me when I'm on the ground, and then we can talk about interesting things. Right now, the only thing interesting is me not being splatted into like a puddle. That's the only interesting thing to me right now. And so, if you have nothing to add to that, I have nothing to say to you. Okay. The dragon seems highly amused, even amongst all the warfare that's going on. Um, this sort of flailing creature next to it. Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. Hooray, apps! I don't need dice. Yay. How could you hate dice? Oh, that is the worst. One. <laughs> yes! That's for saying you hate hey, dice. Hey, apps! Yeah, yeah, fuck you, apps. Is that a natural <laughs> one? That is a natural one. I'm going to hold that one. Oh, you, oh, you thanks. get like three ones on us and you haven't captured uh, By the way, you found out that your father was a rock. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Um, Mithrin? <laughs> you yeah. You, you, your vision is quite blurry and all the other stuffs, but you seem to see reflected uh, in the... Um, Eye of the Dragon, that there is something growing out of your back. You don't feel it, but there seems to be something attached to you. Say what? Um, does there, is there any shape that I can make out, or is it just like a form of just vague... Yeah, the, 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 the terror apparently is far too much for you to describe simple shapes, so... Alright, good! Something. <laughs> you have geometry coming out of you. Okay. But you don't feel it. Um, okay. That's equally terrifying. <laughs> I will continue falling and screaming. <laughs> okay. And trying to um, punch the dragon. You do sort of realize that you are still falling, but instead of just a corkscrewing, spiraling descent of pure death, you seem to be going consistently down. You seem to be very steady in matching the dragon. I would like to take this moment to maybe <laughs> look like around. I would like to take this moment. Yeah, to just look around, like, to under- see if I can maybe just understand more of what's happening. I don't know if that's another perception or something, but um, I... I- Something seems amiss, and I would like to see what I can see about it. Okay, we will come back to you. Cesar, um, something is up with the figure. Um, You've got a rough idea as to where it's going to land. But you hear in the back of your head um, that you are facing something that even the dead fear. You sort of hear the voice of the um, Empress. And this goes for everyone with the exception of Mithrin, because Mithrin apparently is sensory blocked for the folks, things going on right now. But all of you hear that you are going to be facing something that even death itself fears. And not only are interesting things going to be expected of all of you, but you're going to be greatly tested. It is unfair to ask pure mortals to go in unaided. So you were each requested 
you're each able to request a boon. Something of the Green Dragon Empress. Um... can be made part of you, at least for the fight. So if there is an ability, or there is a feature of the dragon, or something along those lines, um, it is offering a boon and an endowment. <laughs> yeah. Scissors all about endowments. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just for the fight, man. Just for the fight. Isn't it always just for the fight? <laughs> just for the fight. Just for the night. Everything going to be all right. Oh. Oh, by the way, I think, uh, Mithrin, you were supposed to have an epic tale to recite or something on the on the way down here if I... You wait, well, you're yeah, going to recite an epic poem on your way to, to your I death? I was not on my way to my death. I was, no, it has no. to have the right time. It's, it's, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cesar. Yes? Do you wish to reply back to the dragon, or do you wish to hold that for a later time? Uh, no. Uh, Cesar immediately, um, you know, he doesn't know exactly the dragon's deal, but uh, he is assuming that this would be a quality that the dragon would have. Uh, at least... Uh, as much, if not the complete and total amount of her knowledge and experience. Okay. Um, you sense that the amount of information that you would get would probably turn you into a smoking cinder. Ooh, sounds good. <laughs> so you're going to have to kind of limit it down to... Remember Crystal Skull? All right, don't try to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 kind, what kind of area would you like to, to limit it down to? Um, woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> um, the strengths and weaknesses uh, and whatnot of these types of creatures that we're coming up against or whatever. Okay. Something like that. Alright, um, you basically get a huge whammy to the head, and um, you have information. Sweet. <laughs> it is... Information! Yeah. I know Kung Fu. The more Fu. you know. You, su- you, su- you suddenly hear the modem squeal, and you know, you're getting downloaded the, uh, the bulletin board. Mm-hmm. Um, the information that you receive in this, this is only to you at this point, is extremely old, but um, there is a belief, at least according to how the dragon views it, that um, there is the air in the sky, also leading in towards an elemental plane of air. There's the earth itself, which has passages into the elemental plane of the earth. There's a layer just below the earth, that's where the dead... um, are either created or whatever, kind of the dungeon levels. Deeper down in the darkest pits, there are demons. Hmm. In case of uh, this, this is some sort of either hell spawn, hell, hell points or something, but it is a nexus point into something called the abyss. 
and for lack of a better term, there is no bottom to this. But um, this prison was serving to hold certain keys, and by keys, um, it is demon lords or the like that could um, affect the transfer of many more demons. They're apparently master summoners, or they, they themselves um, are able to gate in more demons. So it's kind of the big giant blight on the world. And there's been some sort of uprising where procedures and policies weren't followed, blah, blah, blah. And now there's problems. What you are seeing as far as these little uh, scarab things, mm -hmm. there's something called dredges. They are actually demons, but the brain can't handle what they actually look like. So they just kind of, um, your brain is sort of superimposing the image of scarabs, just because scarabs are viewed to be in such great masses and whatever else. As you see them, they are essentially seven-legged creatures with huge mouths and uh, essentially pretty brainless. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it looks like you're dealing with something pretty, pretty bad under there. Mm -hmm. Okay. For those who are joining us, welcome. Um, please be aware that we're using house rules, which essentially means whatever I think up at the given point in time. So we're here more for the story that's just kind of um, coming up with a story on the fly. So bear with us. Feel free to go to our website and grab all the old episodes if you'd like. Moving forward, uh, Carl, what would you like as far as a boon or dragon? Well, at the moment, he is sprinting toward um, a human being that, in his mind's eye, he wants to save by jumping up in the air, grabbing him in, and <laughs> rolling um, well on the ground, transferring vertical energy into horizontal, which he can handle better. He's wow, not too man. sure about that this will work, so he might want something to help him with this, like being able to float or somehow defy gravity. Well, we can't quite give Carl you Carl is my hero, my god. <laughs> I know, he's going to save you and hold he you will. in his arms. He's going you. to, and I will kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon did ask for something interesting. Even 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 though we have the even though it's a wonderful idea, Carl, um, that would somehow be just a little too easy on poor Mithrin. But um, everybody kind of seems to like Beast from the X Men. So what if suddenly you had the muscular power of a green dragon? Oh, Carl liked it. So your monk abilities have just gone into hyper. Um, you feel your legs are extremely stronger. You are able to, I believe that as a monk, you were able to leap a certain height, but you were able to leap more. But um, you're not feeling winded or that you could wind up being winded. And you also sort of feel that if you punch something, it would... Uh, Tight, Probably sorry. hurt a lot more than it normally would. Okay. Right. So you're going to continue to make four 
Sure. Mithrin? Okay. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> the falling dragon poop. Um, Xanatari. Uh, the lizard is there for you to skin. Um, it'll take a while for it to to do that, but it's entirely up to you. Mm-hmm. But you are presented with the image of um, your deity, mm-hmm. essentially uh, waiting around somewhere within the fight. And you see lightning flashes off in the distance and so forth. So you're not sure if your deity is actually down there or if it is just directing part of this hellacious storm that um, you have that has come in on your te- on your uh, heels mm-hmm. and that you are somewhat in control of. Anything that you'd like to do with your storm? Well, I'm kind of torn because on one hand, I want to ask for like the fire aspect of the dragon, which would be amazing with lightning and wind. But on the other hand, I want the eyesight aspect so I can direct the lighting better. So, just, yeah, I'm, I mean, with the storm itself, I, I want to just keep hitting whatever it is that we're fighting, which we haven't seen yet. Like, she still doesn't know. Okay. So whatever, wherever the action is, that's where the storm should be. Okay. The, um, by the way, just it, with this dragon, because it's a green dragon, that's the chlorine gas that's all around here is its breath weapon. It's actually not a fire-based. Uh, okay. That would be more of the red and stuff. Um, you feel your face starting to change. And, disturbing. well, disturbing is when you realize that you have grown a snout. <laughs> okay. As eyesight begins to um, improve and improve and improve. Uh, it's becoming to the point that, you know, you are able to see at a great distance. Everything is in super fine detail. It's insane mm-hmm. what you can see. But you realize that your face has taken on an aspect of the dragon's head. Okay. You don't, you're, you're not losing your helmet or anything else like that. But in essence, you now look like a humanoid facsimile of... The Green Dragon Empress. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, You can see very clearly that uh, Cesar appears to have um, something going on with him in that his head is now sort of uh, bulging. (laughs) Yes, I know. Saying this for this is is falling right in the crack. Sure it is. Um, but it looks like there is stuff... It's Tinsian and the Brain. It's yep. Tinsian and the Brain. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, sorry. But you, you almost see, like, claws or some sort of hand or a fist occasionally attempt to push its way out of the back of Caesar's head or something as if there's just too much knowledge Whoa. or something. Um... And it appears that he is getting um, some spines off the back. Okay. <laughs> Eric is so tired. It's like man. A... He's just like uh, okay. Uh, whatever, man. I don't care. Um, Mithrin, you see, has developed scales. That's for that impact that's coming up. Green scales. Hopefully, yeah. Sorry, not, 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 sorry. Carl is getting patches of scales. Oh, okay. Yep. 
so you're able to see things. You just want to keep trying to plow lightning into stuff. Well, now that I can see things accurately, I can choose my targets more wisely. Okay. Um, you can see the area where the fighting seems to be condensed the most. And you see something start to rise up, and it looks like um, fingers or claws. But much like with the Hand of Orcus that you were dealing with before, um, something is trying to reach out of a um, something below the surface that you can't see. Okay, but it's not Orcus. Mm, no. Okay. Okay. You just want to start hitting that? or you? Well, are there smaller it? creatures running around? There's massive amounts. Yeah, I'm going to go for the smaller creatures at this okay. point. Um, very good. Do you want to bump up the wind, anything like that? Um, well, let me let me see where the dragon is before I do that. Like, I think she's just starting to be finished skinning and looking toward the dragon. So, Okay. The dragon appears to be in free fall next to... Um, Mithrin, and Mithrin himself appears to have changed as well. But in order to get that info, we are going to go back to Mithrin. Ah! <laughs> Don't you mean... Ah! Yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Ah! Mithrin, you have two more turns before your pizza. <laughs> what kind of pizza? Mm-mm-mm. The kind where I r- rule Mithrin dead. Ah, okay. Again. I don't want to do that. Yeah, all right. Gotcha. So you were going to try and twist around and see what's going on or figure out what's going on? I definitely am. I I am not uh, liking the fact that I am vaguely aware of something growing on me but not sure what it is. That seems very um, bad form, I guess. (laughs) Um, You have, rotating around, you have what appear to be and they're not connected to you physically, but there's some sort. You can see some sort of spectral kind of shimmer thing going on. Um, but you have a pair of dragon wings coming from your shoulder blades that wow. have, um, including not only being leathery and stuff, they do have the spikes coming off the um, the shoulders. Or the joints, just like the dragon has. Well, that's badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, am I able to move them by thought, or is there a muscular involvement going on with this? Well, let's roll a nature check. All right. 18. Seems to be a bit of both. bit of both, okay. Well, I'm going to try and just extend them to be some sort of gliding motion to just arrest my fall in somewhat so that I wouldn't be, maybe I won't be pizza. Maybe I could be an omelet. Maybe I could be, (laughs) you know, some other, some other flat food, but not completely flat enough that maybe I could, you know, skid off the ground or something. I I just want to arrest the, the speed of my descent as much as possible. So much like pulling the parachutes, um, suddenly you go, jerking back um but it's more of kind of folding yourself <laughs> right yeah as, as as pizza the you hear the dragon shout and this time it's not to the mind good 
and rockets past you and starts to be doing something with its wings where it too starts to um, flail, uh, fan its wings out. But it seems to be doing certain things to get control. Uh, can I... I'm realizing that the dragon is basically teaching me how to fly. Mm -hmm. And so I would like to mirror what the dragon is doing to the best of my ability. Okay. Bear in mind that you are extremely clumsy. (laughs) Yes, I am. This is not not a graceful, graceful by any means. Um, So with these maneuvers, you are down three hit points so far. Okay. Um, but you are able to mimic at least without constantly checking back and forth between the wings and what the dragon is doing. You feel kind of like you're getting an approximation of what it's doing, and it does seem to be having some sort of effect. That's about the best a person who has had wings for 30 seconds can hope. Um, I I will just continue to follow what the dragon is doing. Um... And also, at the same time, be can I be yelling at the dragon to be like, "I need more information, you know, like this this thank you for the little show. We're at war, <laughs> you know <laughs> this isn't exactly the right time to uh have a pilot wing session. Let's um get on with this uh what's going on? Maybe this isn't the right. Yeah, I, I, does the dragon even know I'm yelling at it? At it? Yes, the dragon. The dragon does know, and there's another series of uh, belching blasts of gas that it sends into because below and around, you're seeing that from your height as you're starting to take take stock of what's going on and paying attention to the dragon. The party is actually surrounded at some distance by all these little scarabs. Okay, and. The dragon appears to be trying to clear a path towards deeper into the campaign instead of away from the campaign. You hear in its mind that it's pleased, or you get the sense that it's pleased that you're following the mimicry, that you're doing, you know, that you're able to mimic. Right, right. Um, There's a feeling almost a little bit of this is sport to it, in that, you know, you are providing it as something of interest. But it is also far more focused on what is going on in the battle than necessarily you. So it's on you to follow what it's it's doing. Okay, I I, I think I understand. Um, all right. Well, I will continue my mimicry um, of the dragon's flight tactics in order to follow where it is leading. Okay. Um, and at the same time. Is there any chance that I can reach out to Xanatari and the rest of the party through the mind link? Is that still up? Um, it is up. Uh, we, you can pass along a message. I will let them know how much of the message actually makes it through due to distance. All right. So that. the message that I would be transmitting at this point in time is follow the okay. dragon. <laughs> follow the dragon. <laughs> That's that's what I would be saying. Okay. Fair enough. I will allow that entire message to go through. Okay. So, um, you are actually able to, at some point in time, instead of just falling straight down like a parachute, 
you are able to actually get some um, horizontal control as well. Nice. But you're going to need to decide whether you can do this flapping thing or you're just going to try to glide for the ground. Uh, I would I would definitely like to try and maintain my elevation once I've uh, realized that, okay, I have the falling thing down like a pro. And <laughs> now I would like to be, see if I can keep from falling. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um, Cesar, you get the feeling that within your head, the information that you have, um, it's sort of like a giant book. You can't read the entire book at one time, but you can almost flip a page. Mm-hmm. But whatever, you can't go back to a previous page. Okay. So you have the information in hand right now. What would you right. like to do? And I just heard follow, right? Yes. Okay. Um... I would like to get a sense in terms of the knowledge in my head. So I get these scarabs or these drudges. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, sorry, I was unclear about something I can ask now. The, the description you said about, what was it, seven legs with, was it like a large mouth or something? Is that what they look like like to us or is that what they actually look like? That is what they actually look like. But to you, because you know what to look for, you sort of see every once in a while one of the scarabs kind of pop into some other shape and then right back down. Like your brain's still trying to process the whole deal. Like you've got the information. You know what it should look like, but your brain's still going. And what it should look like is the seven leg big mouth. And they just look like beetles. In this case, it doesn't. It makes no sense. But the closest that your brain gets is yeah. this weird okay. scarab. Sure, got it. Just okay. because it's got so many legs, and you know they're known to be ravenous. This thing would, you know, chew you to pieces. Um, I think, um, you know, trusting in his teammate to follow the dragon, I think he's going to go with that. But as he's going, he's based on sort of their surroundings, what they're heading towards, and his newfound knowledge, try to get a sense of maybe the purpose of the dragon or what they may be trying to do, since they kind of share, you know, he shares a little bit of what that dragon's experience is, maybe get a sense of of what to prepare for, what they're heading into. The dragon, you find out, um, doesn't necessarily have... It's forgotten its own name, but it was appointed or came to inherit the job of being a warden to this prison. Um, It was in its own time. It's now been superimposed into this time, so its power level is a lot less. Mm -hmm. What it used to be able to contain. Um, Whether whether the dragon is a god or not is unclear at this point in time, but it's definitely dealing with extra planner, um, meaning outside of the physical realm that you're dealing with. It's dealing with powers on that scale. So it is tapping into areas of the elemental planes, like for air, to get um, these so many blasts of this uh, caustic gas. Right. It's channeling that from somewhere and using that as a breath weapon. Okay. Um, It is tasked to defend this thing. Instead of being greedy for treasure and everything like a normal dragon, um, green dragon especially, uh, this one treasures the prison, but it's almost um, craving order. Okay. 
but uh, while you're doing that, you are feeling that there's something... You're hearing the rumble of all these uh, drudges and stuff. You're feeling like something is about to come bursting through the ground. Okay. Something good? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang. Um, um, based on the information that um, you have from past experiences, there are subterranean worms. And okay. this sounds kind of like something that you, a sound that you heard when you were in the Underdark, at least for that drow city, and you okay. guys were attacked by something. But it seems we're like... Thinking, we're thinking more like Dune, or like <laughs> Beetlejuice, or Tremors. <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking very large Tremors. Whatever, oh, whatever all beats. this, all these, all this movement up top is bringing some, something or some things to the surface. Okay. That's, guys, that's one degree closer to Kevin Bacon. Yep. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, so does it feel like lots of, lots of uh, dirt worms are coming up? Or yes. one? Okay, lots. Um, any area in particular? Or everywhere? Kind of in, in the path that you're going... Um, you're going to get a few. There's some that are going to pop out where the drudges are around. You know, there's, you're going to, you're definitely going to get some of them though. Okay. Um, well, he's already ready for battle. So as best as he can with this sense of this uh, in, impending attack or whatever, he's going to try to avoid being directly on top of one as they, sprout forth, but otherwise he's going to follow the dragon. There's probably not much he can do to keep that from happening. Okay. Are you going to pass any of the in-character information that only you have over to any members of the party? Um, yeah, I mean, he would probably yell out, um, uh, let's see. What did he say? Say, uh, heads up! There's something, uh, about to come up out of the ground, uh, some, uh, large disturbance, just, uh, just keep moving and, uh, you know, watch out. Okay. Do you pass Thanks for the description! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Picture Mithrin, giant worm yeah. coming up out of the earth just as you fall in. Yeah. I'll say, not my problem now! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Relevant information! Are you going to pass along any of the demon information? Uh, no. Okay. That's, that can be happen later. Um, Carl, as you're running along, you realize that there is something wrong with the ground. It is starting to feel soupy, almost, um, and not solid, starting to run over very s sand, kind of feel like the, the ground itself is vibrating so much that... Um, if you didn't have this extra muscular activity, you would be running into issues. Okay, um, can I make out um, the the width of the um, changing the ground? So 
would he be able to take a, a really giant leap and get out from the shifting sand? Yes, you would. Okay, so he'll do that. Okay. You do see also while doing getting ready to do this that there would be other areas that you do not want to land in. But uh, So you take your leap. Xanatari. Uh, you are seeing things that are very wrong with the ground mm -hmm. in areas. You are also, your eyes, to use the phrase, your eyes deceive you. There's something very wrong with these um, scarabs where they don't, their outlines seem wrong for a couple seconds if you don't look at them straight on. Something about the Im their image is wrong. Okay. And you do see that Mithrin now has dragon wings. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to make my way. I've heard the Mithrin's uh, message, so I'm going to look to the dragon and follow it, uh, keeping in mind that the blimp is around, or airship, oh. as you call it, is around somewhere, um, and just sort of go that direction. Okay. Um, you now see sort of like uh, in the distance, sort of like um, small hills, there appears to be a hand that has uh, fully sunk claws into the ground. Mm -hmm. Like trying to like claw out of the ground, or yes. it's just trying to grab stuff that's there. Well, it'd be like you were hanging, you know, with with claws, as if you were hanging off the edge of a cliff, trying okay. to pull yourself up. Okay, that's bad. Okay, and for the moment, because we're going to do another episode here. Uh, Zenitari, take us out. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Find us on iTunes or on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast, uh, where I interview game developers about their story and inspirations at genesee.com. And uh, we will be doing another episode in a second, so just hang on and we'll be right back. Otherwise, if you're listening to this recorded uh, post this. You can find us on twitch.tv slash Genesee. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs>